0: This is a drop of encouragement with Janae McDonald Wilborn. Well, hello, everyone. This is Janae McDonald Wilborn. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about a subject that I think a lot of us struggle with, and you're probably going to cringe a little bit as soon as I say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I want to encourage you and me, all of us, to love our bodies. I know. I said it. You guys, we struggle with this. This is mind-blowing to me and yet very relatable at the same time. I think what I'm blown away by is uh, is that I can find women of all shapes, all sizes, all ages that aren't happy with, don't like, aren't comfortable with their own body. Women can look at another woman and say, man, I wish I had her body. And the very woman they're talking about is not liking her own body. And it's just something that is, I, I'm not even going to get into why it's happening. I mean, I think we all know a lot of things. We know that we see a lot of images that are incredibly intimidating. We know that we live in a world where um, we're shown ideals and ideal body types and um, things are said that really can make us um, strive for an impossible ideal when it comes to what we want to see in the mirror. Um, I know many of us have faced uh, vocalization from maybe a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or a teacher, someone that has said something to us about our body, our body type, maybe it was a boyfriend, maybe it was a husband, that has put us down or criticized or Um, thought they were being helpful even, but made statements that made us feel self-conscious or unattractive or um, just decide that the body that we have, the body we're living with, the body we walk around and do life in, is somehow less than some ideal standard. There's a whole lot of whys, but what I want to talk about is how do we overcome whatever the whys are and get to a place where we can love ourselves themselves. Now, in April of this year, I turned 48. Very proud to say that. Yes, 48. You got, let's embrace our age, you guys. Let's be excited for the number of years that we have lived on this planet. Every year is a gift. Every day is a gift. And while they're not all great days, they're all a gift. And we need to celebrate life and stop trying to not be uh, the age we are. I have a friend that made a statement that I saw. She said, I don't want to look younger than my age. I just want to look good for my age. And I was like, yes, I love that. Y'all, I'm not trying to be 25 again. I'm really not. But I definitely want to feel good at the age where I am. So I'm 48 years old. And in April turning 48, I challenged myself to do something really really intimidating and scary. I was taking a trip with friends and I knew that we were going to go out and do a photo shoot in a state park with gorgeous background behind us and I had several outfits taken um, ready to go with me um, that I would tried on and you know match the earrings and all things that I do to be ready for a photo shoot and I had I purchased a workout outfit that I was going to wear for this photo shoot, a workout top that shows some midriff, it's okay the Lord knows I have a midriff. Don't freak out. And leggings, like workout leggings. And I bought this outfit with the intention of I am going to take pictures in this outfit because I have been exercising regularly with the exception of the few months that I've told you about in a previous podcast when I was really struggling with my depression. But with that exception, I've been exercising regularly for over a year. And I'm really proud of myself, you guys. I'm really excited for the fact that my body is stronger and healthier and feels better than than it felt a year and a half ago definitely better than it felt two years ago. I'm really proud that I can get down and do 20 push-ups if I need to, which is insane to me because I could barely do one when I started. Um, I'm really excited that I have taken the steps finally to do the thing that I kept saying I was going to do for about five years of not working out, but saying I was going to work out. So I was like, I'm going to celebrate it by taking a really bold picture in a workout outfit, and I'm going to post it for the world to see. And um, I bought the outfit. I tried it on. It fit the way I wanted it to I felt good in it. And I had it all packed um, in my suitcase. And then I took it out of my suitcase. And then I put it back in my suitcase. And then I took it out of my suitcase. And then I put it back in my suitcase. And then the night before it was time to leave when I realized my suitcase weighed too much because while being overweight as a person should not keep you from getting to travel and live life, being overweight as a suitcase does cost you an extra $50. So I had to get it down (laughs) to under 50 pounds. And I was taking out like the extra three outfits that I knew I didn't need. But I took that outfit out. And then I said, no, Janae, you said you were going to do this. Put it back in there. So I put it back in there. Then I went on the trip and I was in Nevada. Um, I was in Las Vegas on this trip and we were heading out um, early in the morning. We had chartered a bus, a whole group of us were getting on this bus to go out to this Valley of Fire State Park. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous state park in Nevada with these beautiful red rocks and formations and makes for a lovely background. We were leaving at five in the morning so we could get that sunrise shot that we all wanted. And I had a backpack with my three outfits that I was taking with me, one of which was that workout outfit. And I put it in and I took it out and I put it back in and I took it out and I, put it back in again, and I took it out, and I finally put it back in, and we got to the park, and we were taking pictures, and I did all my other outfits first, and then it was almost time to go. Really, we only had about 10 minutes before we had to get back on the bus and leave, so I justified in my mind, you know what, I'm just going to skip that outfit. There's just no time. It's fine. And then I caught myself, I was like, you are chickening out again, you go get on that bus, and you go in that tiny little bus bathroom, and you balance on one foot because you don't want to touch anything, and you put that workout outfit on. And that is exactly what I did. And let me just tell you, putting on leggings and taking off spanks in a charter bus bathroom... That right there could be an Olympic event. I tell you what, just put on Spanx could be an Olympic event. But we'll talk about that on another podcast. So I put it on and I put on my oversized zip up hoodie and I zipped it all the way up and I walked out and I had my friend and I was like, okay, I'm going to take pictures, but maybe not. And she's like, come on, you can do it. And she was so encouraging. We went over, we found a good spot with a good background. And first I took pictures with the hoodie on and then I kind of unzipped the hoodie, but I left it on. I didn't, I opened it a little bit. And then I said, maybe that's good. And she's like, girl, take it off. So I took it off. I took off the hoodie and I stood there in the open air in public, not in a gym, in my workout leggings and my workout top and I took pictures and you know what? The earth did not crack open and suck me in for being a hideous body on display. In fact, what actually happened was I felt really great. I took those pictures and every time she snapped that camera again, and I do have the sound effects on on my iPhone, I highly advise if you're going to do a photo shoot with your iPhone, turn the camera click sound on. It just makes you feel like a model and it's wonderful, but I could hear that click and every time I heard that click, that photo sound, I was like, I'm doing this. I'm taking pictures out here in this body, this size 16, 18, 16, 14. It depends on what I'm buying body. I'm out here with my not flat belly and my not tiny booty and my breasts that are not where they started because they're on a journey and that journey is to my feet. Um, I'm wearing the outfit and I feel good and I feel confident. And what was even better was when I started uh, looking through my phone at the finished pictures I looked good, you guys. I liked the pictures. I mean, there were a couple I didn't like, but that's true no matter what I'm wearing. If I take 20 pictures in a the most flattering, fully covered, all good angles and perfect fabric draping to hide every flaw um, outfit, I'm still going to find 10 photos I don't like and three that I do. But I found several that I liked and looked good and they weren't just the ones with a hoodie on. And the girl, uh, my girlfriends that were on this trip with me started looking with me, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you look so good. Girl, you did that. You look amazing. And they were cheering me on and encouraging me, and I felt amazing. And then I got home, and I looked at that picture, and I was like, well, I don't want to post it right away. I want to save it for a little bit. And then the next week, I was like, well, I don't want to post it yet because, you know, maybe, maybe I'll just keep it for me. Maybe it'll just be a p- picture for me to feel good about myself. And after two weeks, I said, Janae, you got to post it. You got to put it out there. You got to share this picture with the world. Not because I needed all of you guys to see my not quite flat stomach. Not because I wanted all of you guys to see my arms that while they are toner or not as tone as I want them to be. I have goals, people. Michelle Obama arms are the goals. I wanted people to see that they could be brave too. That they could be brave with their body and love it. That was the whole point. That was the whole purpose of me doing that was to encourage myself and encourage others to love the body they have right now and feel good in it. And I posted that picture and let me tell you, What hit me the hardest were the comments. It posted on my Instagram and my Facebook and what hit me the hardest were the comments from women, not negative comments. Nobody came on bashing me. Nobody came on saying I looked horrible and I should go hide behind a wall. Not a single person. And if they had, I would have blocked them, let's be honest. But no one actually did. I didn't have to delete one or block one. What I saw was woman after woman saying, oh man, this is so encouraging because I really don't feel great about my body. I really don't like my body right now. I really don't love how I look. I really don't love my body. I really don't love how I look. I don't like what I see in the mirror. And I thought, Oh, Lord, this was bigger than I realized. You had a plan here that was bigger than I realized, because we too many of us don't like what we see in the mirror. We don't like bodies that have walked us through life for years, bodies that have survived accidents and injuries, bodies that have survived illness and surgery, bodies that are living with chronic diseases, bodies that have had miscarriages and given birth and carried multiple children and bodies that have lost and gained weight for various reasons many, many times over. Bodies that are marked with scars and stretch marks and cellulite and all the things, but bodies that tell the story of our lives. Bodies that continue to get us through day by day. And what I'm learning to appreciate is while my body may not look like my ideal body, which by the way, I only remember thinking that my body was looking ideal when I was 19 years old. And that was only one very particular summer when I was 19 because I went to the gym every single day after work that summer because I did not know anybody when we we had just moved to Houston and I didn't know anybody there because I didn't grow up there. So yeah, if you do like strength training and aerobics every day when you're 19, your body looks pretty ideal. That's the only time I remember thinking that. Although now if I look back at pictures of me at 22 or 28, I can see an ideal body many, many times over now. But I only remember feeling that way for that one summer and a couple of months after that summer. But now I appreciate what my body has done, what my body has carried me through. I appreciate that my body can get stronger that I started out working out and I remember my very first workout in January of 2020 and they said like I said they said get down and do we're going to do push-ups at the end of that workout and I thought are you kidding me push-ups I'll be lucky if I can get up but I got down there and I think I did maybe three push-ups you guys on my knees nothing wrong with a push-up on your knees by the way but that was I, I think maybe I did three and really it was probably like two and a half but I, I can do 20 now. I can do more than 20. I can see my arms getting stronger. I just had the thought of, I need to buy some new weights. My weights aren't heavy enough. I was telling my trainer that a month or so ago. We have bodies that are capable of doing a lot. We have bodies that have lived a lot of life with us. And we have bodies that were made by our creator with a purpose that had nothing to do with fitting some magazine cover ideal that we have all been poisoned with. I want to look at my body the way God looks at it because he made it. He's the creator, right? So my perspective of me as his creation should be based on his perspective of me. And the Bible tells me that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. It tells me that in Psalm 139. In fact, I like what the message says. It says, body and soul, I am marvelously made. If we know that God makes wonderful things, because that's what the God's word tells us, and if we know that we were made by God, then that means our bodies with all of their little idiosyncrasies, we'll call them, are still God's wonderful creation. So when I look in the mirror instead of looking at flaws or what's wrong, I want to look at my body as telling the story. The things that I've done, the things that I've experienced. You guys, that little pooch under my waistline, that's a cut on the top of a uterus that has held a lot of lives. Not all of them walking on this planet, but work was still being done inside this body time and time again. And it survived a couple of surgeries. In fact, I've been in about six surgeries in my life. It survived childbirth. It survived pregnancy. It has carried me through illnesses and diseases and um, recovering. It has danced for 13 years of my life and was fully abused there. It played field hockey. It played soccer. It um, has done all these things. When I think about all the things I've done with my physical body, every scar, every mark, every stretch mark, every little cellulite bubble or dimple or whatever you want to call it is a trophy, is is a mark of remembrance of the things that I have accomplished in this body. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to look at your body that way. I want you to look in the mirror the next time you're, you know, drying off from the shower or getting about to get dressed. When you see that part that usually you criticize or you think ill of, I want you to look at it and remember how you got it and what you've been through and what that body has brought you through. And then let's take care of our bodies. Let's exercise. Let's eat better, you guys. It's not easy, but I got to tell you, eating better has really been a huge change for me. And I am the girl who was never a fan of trying to eat well. I'm not talking about dieting. I'm not talking about cutting carbs and all that kind of nonsense. I'm talking about eating whole food, food that comes from the earth, You know, grabbing good, healthy vegetables and meats and fruits and and all the goodness and, and eating it in really good ways and making delicious recipes and enjoying them. But eating in moderation and enjoying what you should eat and eating in a way that fuels your body instead of using food as a comforting tool or using food as a way to like hurt or harm yourself or depriving yourself of food, you know, because of some mindset or mental disorder you have that's telling you that it's somehow hurting you. I'm talking about exercising, not because I'm trying to be Miss America or Mrs. America. I'm just trying to feel good. And I do. After a year and a half of exercising, I can tell you I feel better than I used to. I don't ache as much as I used to. I move better than I used to. I'm more flexible. I'm stronger. I love being stronger because every time I get a little stronger, it's that evidence that I'm Uh, My body is doing what it's supposed to do, and I'm serving my body well by exercising. There's seven benefits that the Mayo Clinic lists for exercising, and I want to talk about them really quickly because I think it's really neat to tie it all together, how the Lord knew what our bodies needed and provided it through something as simple as exercise. So let me read these seven things that you get from exercise. It controls weight. Notice I didn't say lose weight. I said controls, keeps it at the moderate level that it should be. It combats... Exercise helps combat health conditions and diseases. Exercise improves your mood. I've talked about this in a previous podcast. Exercise boosts energy. We all need it. Promotes better sleep. We definitely all want it. Exercise gives you more confidence. Actually, what the Mayo Clinic says is it puts the spark back in your sex life. But when they go into the explanation, they say the reason that happens is because when you exercise, you feel more confident, which makes you feel sexy, which, you know, puts the little fire back in your marriage. So go for it. And exercise can be fun and social. It's a way to connect with others. Can I just encourage you? To start taking care of yourself, do something. It doesn't have to be extreme. You don't have to sign up for some program or join a gym. Go for walks every day. Um, You know, instead of eating something that comes out of a box, eat something that's fresh. Like just find the things that make you physically feel uh, more energetic, more um, flexible, that, that gives you that little extra spark of life in your body. Because as your body feels better, you're going to feel better about it. My goal here today was to pass on to you what I have learned in the last year and a half by doing this for myself. And I really want you to be taking your super bold, scary picture. And you don't have to post it, but you could send it to me. You know, send it in my DMs. Not something weird and creepy. Come on now. Keep it clean. But, you know, let's, let me encourage you on your journey to loving yourself. And... As always, I hope that while you're being encouraged along the way that you will pass that encouragement on and be a drop of encouragement in someone else's life. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Drop of Encouragement with me, Janae McDonald-Wilmore. If you enjoyed it, I would so appreciate you sharing it with a friend, leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening to, and of course, dropping some encouragement in the life of those you encounter.